So welcome to Nerdables. I'm R.A. Joining me are Chris and Ethan. Still decide what we're talking about. Well, we're going to start with Futurama. It's coming back. No, terrible. Yeah. Terrible? terrible. It's going to be on Hulu. Remember the last time it came back? Yes. It was awful. Nobody watched it? Yes. It, it, it was not that nobody watched it. It was awful. There were a couple of the quote-unquote short movies where they were okay. Not the movies. After they did, because when they went off the air, they did a couple of those films, film length, whatever. You know, they were like 90 minutes. Remember when films used to be 90 minutes? Um, yeah, we're getting to three. And then they did, they did a series. Yes. Those episodes were atrocious. I, I watched less than half of them. They were so bad. And that's where I've said, you can't capture that magic again. Sure. Well, it even, goes away. Even, I mean, you got to uh, wait a long time. Even Animaniacs, so which came back onto Hulu, nervous didn't do well. About Beavis and Butthead. Mm-hmm. Even though Mike Judge is doing it. Mm-hmm. Coming back. Because when it came back the first time, it was okay. There's one episode when it first when it, when it came back for just he did like ten episodes or something like that, and there's one episode at the end, which is like classic, just the stupidest uh, idea. They fall asleep on the bus when they go to like a reenactment town, right? And they wake up and they think they've gone back in time, mm-hmm. and Mr. Van Driesen is one of the reenactors, and they think, oh, that must be Van Driesen's grandfather. If we can get him to not have sex, then Van Driesen is never born, and we don't have to go to school. <laughs> One teacher is the only reason they have to go to school, and it's so well done, yeah. and it's great. It's it's the only one I can remember from that whole season. That's uh, it. Okay. Boondocks did season four after a long hiatus from season three without the producer or without the creator. It was awful. The Boondocks was supposed to come back. Found out two weeks ago. I no, was just going to say, already canceled yeah. it. Yeah, it's already uh, done. Uh, HBO Max said no. Yeah, it was like one of the. I think Regina King just was like, no, I'm not doing that because right. no one's doing it. It's, but it's okay, done. but here's the thing. Futurama being on Hulu, now they can go back to being as raunchy as they were originally. That had nothing to do with it. It just wasn't good. The original have when you when when, with the original reboot, whatever. It didn't matter that it was on Fox. It didn't matter if it was on. It wasn't on Fox. On Comedy Central. Yes. What's the difference between Comedy Central and Hulu? Comedy Central had let South Park say the S word one hundred and forty five times. Yeah, they say the F word at sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't think that's, it wasn't, you know, oh, the standards are different or whatever. I just don't think, I don't think it's there when you're not in that groove. Because the first season of Futurama is really rough. Yes. But you can see it. And a lot of it is just like, you know, that, that relationship that starts to bloom between Fry and Leela and who Bender is. And once that hits the sweet spot, you get a couple of seasons in, this is fantastic. When you're watching that episode and the aliens that watch the... So the, the soap operas come to invade mm-hmm. and you're watching it with white Omicron chocolate. And Percy you, I yeah. You're watching it with white chocolate and you just stop and go, wait a minute. That's shot for shot. Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's not. And he goes back. He's like, holy shit. You're right. <laughs> like it is. It's they just laid it over. Yeah. And it's like, you know, their ships are the tie fighters and the earth ships are the extras. Like that's totally it. That's that first shot when they all come flying in. Well, you guys, yeah. you get that great episode when they go back in time and Fry becomes his grandfather. <laughs> I mean, that was a great episode. And you know, obviously, you get the dog, the dog episode. I can never remember the name of that episode. I hate that episode so much. And then they did the but great. That's e- the power of that that series that was so good. They did all that really well. And I don't know. I feel like, especially with cartoons, with this kind of thing, it's really tough. Yes. Well, look. Unless you go like just total one hundred and eighty, and just do something totally different. Well, 
on the flip side, and the other side of it is Bender's not coming back. No. You're losing one third of the iconic characters. Yes. Or at least the voice of it. As of as of right now, he just says that they haven't asked him to come back yet. So. Supposedly, they're not going to pay him because that was remember that, I mean, that's the thing that always happened with the, the guy who plays uh, Fry. Fry, was it Billy? Billy West. Billy, Billy West. West. That was that was the thing with Billy West when it first came back. Because like I'm, I'm, you got to well, pay me a ton of money. Bill, yeah, but Billy's also they were he they said he was hard to work with with that show. Billy West is hard to work with with every show. Yeah. I was trying to be polite. Um, but, okay, a show like um, Animaniacs came back, and it got a lukewarm re- reception. I think Animaniacs did a good job of making fun of the gap of time. Yes, but after that, they lo- they didn't have it. They lost steam. Yeah, because it's also, you can't do half those characters right. anymore. Well, okay, what about Chip and Dale coming back? Rescue Rangers. We just got that trailer that it's not a reboot. It's kind of a, it, it's a movie. It's kind of it's a, a meta movie. It's totally a meta movie. Because they're in two different types of animation. Well, I love the fact that, because uh, did you watch the trailer? No. Oh, the trailer is amazing. Because Dale goes, yeah, you can tell. I went through the 3D, the 3D operation. <laughs> and Chip, you know, it was just, it the whole. How it, much of that concept can you stand? Is that going to make an entire movie? Well, it. It what looks you, like they go into the, you know, it's, it's almost like a Roger Rabbit type thing because they actually have Roger Rabbit in there doing the Roger Rabbit. And then, you know, and they have like, it's you almost get more, like you get more inception than that. No. And it's, it's kind of, it seems like the premise is kind of a VH1. Where are they now? You know, as it starts out and then you get past them making their documentary and deal with them in their real lives now, which is set in the real world. Like nobody likes Chip and Dale on their own. They only like them as rescue rangers, so. Oh, totally. Well, you couldn't do much with them on their own. You know, they were they were side characters to Mickey and Minnie and everybody. I used to always watch I used to watch uh, Rescue Rangers all the time when I was younger. Well, that's yeah, what we're saying is you couldn't you most people don't it's like so Chip and Dale without you can, you being in the rescue where rangers. It's like, "Hey, what are you doing today? Looking for nuts." Yeah, right? <laughs> Like, yeah, what are they, you doing now? We're going to rescue nuts. Right they now. had the one where Goofy, you know, or not Goofy, but Pluto, you know, tries to steal their nuts or something, and they chase him down. If and... you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's another one they're trying to bring back. Okay, they brought back um, DuckTales. It lasted, I think, three seasons and then got canceled. That everybody liked. It was. It was... It wasn't bad. The animation style was different than the original, which threw a lot of people off. But it still had a lot of those same fun elements. Yeah, I never watched any of those. It wasn't bad. I never watched uh, Mickey when he's a hipster either. That wasn't. That was we, okay. We, we've established that from now on, nothing is going to be new. It's just going to be reboots or sequels or whatnot of everything that Did we liked squeakles? thirty years ago. Squeakles, yeah. Uh, Squeakles. But everything's just going to be redone, rehashes of things that we liked 20, 30 years ago. But when you because... when you update it, that can be the... You know, something like that where you take, yeah, but... you take the, the, the dynamics between Mickey and everyone his friends and then change it to like a modern hipster society sort of thing. Like That's the kind of thing that I think is more interesting than, yeah, we're just going to, you know, update Silly Symphonies for some reason and just be the same thing that yeah. we were before, so... I, I, think, know. I, I, I just think like nine times out of ten it doesn't work out. 
uh, well, and they end up just getting canceled after a season or two. Well, part of it, I mean, DuckTales, they said they canceled it because it's too expensive. Yes. Well, look at the cast. You know, you had David Tennant as Scrooge McDuck. You had... Um, and I think part of that is, I, I think oh, a lot of so these many, guys, eh, a lot of these guys are always trying to like get out before it gets bad. Sure. You know, yeah. I think, I think turtles got to that with Nickelodeon of like, I think it's time to go. Yeah. You know, we do the tales of, and they did a couple of tales like, yeah, we're done. Cause this is it. This is it. We've done everything. You know, we've gotten yeah. the final battle with Krang and the final battle with Shredder and we killed Splinter and we went in time and we did this and we went to space. And we got the Fugitoid, and we got everything. Well, they like, even did a Ronin we're type done. episode. We're, we're done. Yeah. Well, they did. Um, that was the Tales of it, is the three-parter with Usagi. Yes. Yeah. I was like, that's the last thing to do. And that was it. That was that final season when it was just kind of like, it's like 10 things we want to do. We want to get Mark Campbell to play a dragon. Okay. Uh, we're, let's, do the, let's do this one. Okay. Let's do, let's do Usagi. Okay. All right, we're done. Yeah, we're out. Yeah. Now make it really kitty-friendly. Friendly with like crazy designs and stuff. Mm-hmm. That gets canceled really quick. I think, I think it lasted it, two seasons. I didn't think it lasted two. Well, there's supposed to be one coming out for Netflix. They are doing a new, at least one or two of them. They're doing a new animated film. I think. I think they're doing a series on Netflix, too. Yeah. I think Nickelodeon is deciding on a series. I just read about it today. Nickelodeon it now has a new Transformers cartoon coming out. I gotta watch the rest of the Transformers cartoons. I didn't even finish the Cybertron bullshit. That was so good. Netflix. I like that. I remember there's something, someone voice who was like, I know that voice. I couldn't figure out who it was. Okay. Um, so with Super Bowl, we got some trailers. We got a. Not, not really. We got a Lord of the Rings series trailer. We got a teaser. Barely shows you anything. We got to see young Gladriel. We got to see young uh, Elrond. Um, there was also a couple other characters that were from the that, that were elves or you know were, were mentioned within the the um, Peter Jackson series that are in this. Um, did you like the look of what from what you saw? It looks like Lord of the Rings. It looks. I'm so glad it looks like Lord of the Rings and not The Hobbit. It better be for $2 billion. <laughs> oh, this is great production. They're spending like 420 some million dollars per season. It better look good. You know, if you've got a movie budget, you might as well make it look good. The casting looked good, too. Um, mm-hmm. And then we also found out we're getting a animated movie series. For Lord yeah. of the Rings. Hopefully that looks kind like of similar to what the, the Witcher did. Yes. They're doing an anime style series for Anime's like a, big, I don't bro. Know, for a prequel or something. But. but what's also nice about this is that all of this is staying within, loosely within the Jackson established universe. Because yeah, they go too yeah. far away from the book. So there's not, there's not a bunch of pieces in there that are right. not, you know. Are you excited for it? I don't think I'm excited for anything yeah. anymore. Really? <laughs> I mean, I want to see it, but I don't think I'm like, oh my god. So I'm very excited for it because I, I I like going back to that part of you know where you things that were mentioned in 
the Silmarillion and things that were loosely mentioned in the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit books. It's nice to actually see that stuff get attention. Because no, it is. Yeah, the reason I would nice. say that I'm excited for the anime feature is it's uh, the Rohirrim. Yes. So, which is set mm-hmm. 300 years before Jackson, before Lord of the Rings, I think. Maybe. I think it's something like 300 years. Um, but we got that, you know, we got, um, well, there, there weren't a lot of trailers. Standalone feature will depict the bloody hot saga behind Helm's Deep. The fortress depicted in two towers. Uh, and got the man the... whose honor is, na- is named Hellhammerhand, legendary king of Ronan, who spent much of his reign locked in a prolonged and costly war. Does it say what it said? Gotta be a while. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's about 300 years. 260. Like I said, about 300 years. <laughs> I'll just write it. Well, um, we also got Jurassic Park and our Jurassic World and um, Doctor Strange. And I think that's what... Well, the Jurassic World trailer, trailer we had for like a full week. Yes. I don't remember if we mentioned it on the show because we were... We haven't recorded in two weeks. So I guess we haven't. So Jurassic World Domination, we got a trailer for. We got a full trailer for. We got to see old cast members returning. Um, Chris, you know, Chris made the comment in the thread that that he's afraid that they're going to kill off all the dinosaurs, which is going to depress him. I said that the movie should because this this apparently is the last Jurassic movie. I said they should just kill off all the humans. Then that way you can't have a Jurassic, another Jurassic movie. There'll be a Jurassic movie at some point. But it's yes, the last is... movie because uh, five years down the road when they decide, hey, we need more money. And why don't we just rehash another franchise we have and they'll just redo it anyway. So There'll be another Jurassic Park film at some point. We're connected to it. Yeah. But this is the idea of, of kind of closing. Because what World tries to do is speak to the idea of what Hammond did and what's their responsibility for it. Mm -hmm. Create these creatures and they're owned or whatever, but do you just go out and shoot them? Or what what do you do? You brought these creatures to life and now you've unleashed them on the world. What's your responsibility Mm -hmm. for their safety? You know, the the hunter in the second one has, doesn't care, but the other people's like, this isn't their fault. Right. You know, we're still going to lose most of them on an Island. Because Hammond built it on a fucking volcano like a jackass. Now, technically, we don't unleash them around the world. They only get loose in the United States. Not according North to America. this. Uh, but uh, that's what's curious to see how they've gotten... I'm wondering how much time has passed. Because, yes, it, it, it definitely where... Um, Owen is riding his bike away from Raptors. Is Italy. Sure doesn't look like... Yeah, doesn't look like any place in the United States unless he's in Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> a very small part of Vegas, in front of the uh, and you have to Venetian give time. You have to give time for the dinosaurs to reproduce. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see. I mean, the the incident at Big Rock or whatever. You know, we get these animals, and, and that was the first thing. I'm like, they weren't in there. It's like, what, what, what is this? You know, they weren't in that that little menagerie that gets out from the estate. Right. There's no Nassaceratops there. There's no Allosaurus there. Like, right. what are we? What are we getting? What is? Where do these come from? It makes you wonder if 
if you if you did the time between the last movie coming out and this movie, so it'd be about three years have taken place. That would be enough time for them to be interesting to see out. where they go or what you know, or what is um, you know Doctor Wu is a part of this. You know, well, Wu's hair's grown out. So. Who's a damn hippie now? <laughs> They've had him locked in some basement just creating dinosaurs. Well, he just escapes in the first one, so he goes wherever uh, those special forces guys take him. Yeah. So we don't know what he's been doing because he's not even mentioned in the second one, I don't think. I've only seen the second one once because I can't get through the middle of it. I think um, he's mentioned, but not seen. He's definitely not seen. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if there's any ties to Camp Cretaceous, because it seems like there is. seems like there's a big one. Maybe. Yes, maybe, obviously. But interesting if they mention Manticore. Uh-huh. Um, if they mention what has happened in this, or, or something from the third season may play a part in this. Someone from the third season of Camp Cretaceous may play a part in this. At least that's my guess. But yeah, I mean, they, just don't kill the Rexy. You kill Rexy, we're done. We're done. Rexy should be dead by now. Not really. How long do dinosaurs do you think live? Uh, well, I guess reptiles live long. They're not reptiles. Um, they have a fast metabolism, and they have a fast gro- growth rate, especially the big ones. But you still have 30 to 40 years for a theropod dinosaur that size. Yeah, is, is a guess based on bone growth and how far they've had, you know, they've found fossils that have more bone growth, which is years. Yeah. And some that aren't, but they're also, you can see, especially in the middle of the bone, how fast bone, the, the bone growth is, is dinosaurs grew really fast. Because this Thoropods would be about really 30 fast. years from Jurassic Park. They don't really tell you unless you want to take it in the same. I thought, I thought they said Jurassic World the first Jurassic World was about 20 years from. I don't know if they ever give you a specific time. Because I don't know if they mentioned it being that real time or that the, real world. That inclusion of the original cast kind of gives you a sense of it's in real time. Yeah. Essentially with Jurassic Park But the Park other thing being, is. What was it, 93? Yeah. You know, so it's about like 30 years from then. Um, animals in captivity who are taken care of sometimes can live considerably longer than they would in the wild. Okay. You know, when you see how old some of the lions, especially male lions, are living, yeah, you know, the ones that passed away in the, the L.A. Zoo like two years ago or whatever, very old for a lion because there's no danger around them. Right. There's no, they're, they're, if they get hurt, you know, he steps off wrong and he breaks his, his ankle, they're going to fix it. Yeah. And he'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And he'll be fed while he's doing that. So tomorrow. Okay, so what do you think of Moon Knight? The trailer for Moon Knight. Moon Knight. That series is going to be bizarre. I'm hoping it's not so overly bizarre that you're just sort of not in it. Because Feige said they're not holding back. Feige said it's going to be PG-13. Yes. It's going to be exactly the same as the other one. You're not. He's not going to yell the F word. You're not going to see little Mark Spector. No, it'll not be full front, full frontal Poe. I know Ethan will appreciate this, but it'll be kind of around the Netflix, you know, violence so and, the other and style and stuff. I mean, everything that we've had has been there's not really that big of a difference. Uh, yeah. The tone was different. 
This is still getting a lot of the original MCU stuff, whereas the Netflix stuff kind of had a more grittier tone, which I think I appreciated more. Um, but it, that was also based on those characters too. Like yeah, people Moon Knight would probably be a darker character, I think. So I guess that would work better. But something like you know, for example, I don't know, like She Hulk, for example, we don't need a gritty She Hulk. No, She-Hulk will be closer to, I think, the tone of uh, Hawkeye. Right. Um, it's it's very interesting, and I think it's going to lose a lot of diehard MCU. I, I, I shouldn't say diehard. There's a ton of people that are just so super excited. This is going to be... But there's a lot of these mainstream are be all people of the, that, this that is going to, This is going to be all the Dubros favorite. Yes, That's the thing. dude, brothers are gonna love this thing. It's so weird, man. It like f's with your mind, and also he punches people. What's up? I was really mad that Hawkeye didn't like kill everybody. But but the the casual comic book movie fan that likes the MCU movies and shows may find this one to be a little bit hard to stick with. I don't think it's gonna go that far off the rails. No? And that may be more on I th- the I fact think his, of... his, whatever happens to him is going to happen, you know, the weird stuff is going to be like three episodes. And then it's just going to be, all right, I got to go kill people. Yeah. I got to go throw moon-shaped stuff into the sky and burn people or whatever. Um, I think mainly it's because it's going to be something that, you know, it's a character that people don't know very much about. And that's, that, to me, would be something that may turn people away from it. But the good thing that Marvel has done is they've done a good job of explaining characters that are kind of lesser known to make them likable characters. So I'm I may have some reservations, but I don't think it's going to do bad, in my opinion. No, it's not going to be. I'm not saying it's going to be the worst one, even though the worst one's better mm-hmm. than most of the stuff you watch. Some people I know that only watch Star Wars and Marvel. I'm like. What? Why are we giving weeks without right. Star Wars or Marvel? There's other stuff on Disney Plus, yeah, bro. But that, but that's what the weird thing is because you are in this, this yeah, this is all weird you care about. gap right now that there isn't Star Wars or Marvel premiering. There's, there's like twice a year that I care about Netflix just because we're getting like two seasons of Camp Cretaceous. On but it, but it, yeah, think about it though. This is the first couple months where there hasn't been either a Star Wars or Marvel series or movie premiering. In the last right. year. Well, last year we didn't get any Star Wars stuff until the end of the year. Bad Patch. Towards the end of the year, didn't we? That was at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. So two things is, I mean, but we had Marvel. Marvel series. Yeah. But we had Marvel. We still had weeks in between. Everyone's thinking we had like one week. And it wasn't. That's not how it worked. No. Um, be okay. Stuff will, stuff will get here. May 25th will show up. Well, before that, we have Doctor Strange, which... Before we, that, we were supposed to have Love and Thunder. Yes. No. Think about it, we were supposed to... Yeah. Love and Thunder was supposed to open May 6th. Yes, but Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange was supposed, supposed to open in March. Yes. We were supposed to have Doctor Strange in two weeks. Yes. And they moved it back once... They moved all of it back. Yeah, but didn't... Was... It's so long. It Was Doctor Strange moved back before Spider-Man or... Right after Spider-Man premiered. Oh, it wasn't premiered. It was earlier. 
It was like November. it wasn't. No, it was it was December when they. It was sometime in December when they said it was moving back. No, that was November. And I think one way or the other, a lot of people, moved. a lot of people, speculated. it got moved to Ragnarok's date, and Ragnarok got moved into into late summer. Yes, but a lot of people were speculating that the reason that Doctor Strange got moved was they wanted to do some reshoots to add some cameos for. Now, you know, within the new multiverse. They're paying like 50 bucks to get, um, I can't think of a, like a terrible star. Damn it. Tom Cruise. <laughs> no, you said cameos. Oh, oh, you cameo. Yes, pay, the you know, cameo. hundred bucks to get Kim Kardashian's <laughs> less known sister to come on like, hi. Or you can have a. Uh, Pete Davidson. Have a. Uh, <laughs> Smokey Robinson wish you a happy Chanuka. <laughs> I don't know what Chanuka is, but apparently you people like it. So happy Chanuka. Like, what? How do, you, how do you grow up in Hollywood and not know what Chanuka is, bro? <laughs> I know it's not big in black culture, but it, half the music producers are Jewish. <laughs> what do you mean I can't work those two weeks in December? Come on, man. Let's get in the studio. No, I can't. I got I got eight days off. What? Why? <laughs> Chanuka. <laughs> that was funny. Chanuka. Um, Chanuka. <laughs> okay, with Doctor Strange, there's a lot to unpack in, the, in that trailer. Uh, yeah. There are for speculators. Oh, the speculators have gone crazy. Rip, rip Superior Iron Man, 213 to 214 spec. That book was $40 for eight hours, and then it fell apart. <laughs> the mountain has gotten speculation. The... Well, the the glowing someone was like, "Oh, it's, no, it's Superior Iron Man, Spirit, Spirit Iron Man, Spirit Iron Man, Spirit Iron Man." Spirit. It's like first I'm like, you know, Superior Iron Man is the Tony Stark in our universe, right? Right. It's not, I know. It's not one, and everyone's like, "Yeah, but they they're going to use him. They're going they have to use him. Like he's he's really good. You got to have to use him." And then the next day, TV spot has a much clearer picture of that gentleman, especially if you have an 8K TV that's like 80 inches. Mm-hmm. One of the guys on one of the specs was like, I have an 8K TV and I have like, he has like a great camera. So he took a picture of the thing and he's like, that ain't Iron Man because right. he's black. Right. I mean, he could be Iron Lad if they really wanted to, or it could be an Iron Man. I don't still know. say it's Monica. I think it's Monica. As a writing. Although if, if I look, I got to find that picture because you look at it. I actually don't think it's Monica. Well, Ethan said that somebody did a super enhancement of it today and it looks like Monica. Of course, you know, that could have also been looked, edited. To me, too. it looked a lot like. Monica Rambo, yeah. As a from a writing standpoint, it's easier. I'm the photon. <laughs> it's easier and and simpler to write it as Monica it's when you already had Monica and Wanda going head to head. You ha- you have to spend less time writing that you know new character into the story, mm-hmm. where you can automatically just slip her in have them go at it and are still trying to save Wanda and you get photon in her full, full form, which sets her up for the Marvels. Nothing. Uh, Oh, um, but that was just, you know, that's just one of them, you know, trying to make sure George Perez is still alive. Oh, get updates. And he's, he had a call bladder infection last week and went to the hospital and then he came back home and he was even more pain. They went to the hospital again. But now he's doing kind of okay. The the inclusion of Garganus in this is you know now is that going to lead to Namor? Is you know because Garganus is one of the big uh, villains for Namor in the in the ocean, or does Garganus come from another dimension? You know, and 
now we know why American Chavez is in this as well because of her abilities. We knew that's what it was going to be in the first place. Her abilities have always been multiverse abilities. Right. She can pass through universes to go in different places in our own. Apparently, originally in Spider-Man, because Spider-Man was supposed to come out after Doctor Strange, apparently they had originally written it. She's the one who bring the, brings the Peters into the MCU to help Spider-Man and then takes them back at the end. Jeez. They cha- And then they changed it since this is coming out first to have Ned do it. But apparently there were, you know, there were already um, concept drawings and things like that show, you know, that showed her and put her in that, which would have made sense there too. But yeah, since they switched places. They're going to do everything with the multiverse. You got a lot of characters you can play around with. Yeah. Um, then we get the Illuminati or what's presumably the Illuminati. Uh, we know that there is one character in particular that is going to be in this movie that is a very big surprise. It wasn't that much of a surprise. I've been talking about this for like six months. It would be interesting to see if they pull characters from other Marvel films. Yes, but Patrick Stewart said he was done with... Nobody is done with anything. I, I know that. When Ro- I, I've said for two months now, Robert Downey Jr. will be in this film. He will be a... He will be... Part of the Illuminati. Yeah. Well, now, but even before thinking that the Illuminati is in, like, you know, you're going to see him. Yeah. There's going to be, he's going to be on Earth 6666, where he's like, you know, super. Do you drinky. bring, do you just say, fuck it, fuck the deaths and bring them into this, into the MCU again? Them? Yes. If you're Kevin Feige, you're going to do that. You know, they're go- going to. Because you don't have to use them in every movie. You can use them no, sp- You're giving fans the hope that you're going to see Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans. Play those characters again. And we're already getting, we already know because of the Scarlett poster. Johansson. We're getting somebody. We're getting Peggy Carter back. Yes. And they mentioned that a Captain while Carter. They mentioned that a while back. I think the more, I mean, seeing the, 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 the teaser that we saw at the end of Spider-Man and now the full trailer and the TV spot that has, has other images in it. My surprise is how much the what if cartoon means. I know. I was like, holy crap. Like, I, th- I thought all of this was here, and I'm like, well, they're going to throw all this away. Yeah. They don't throw any of it away. I mean, the, the Steven that we get in that, the Stevens that we get in it, we get to see... Um, oh, There's three Rachel, Stevens. What's, what's, what's Rachel's character's name? What's his love interest name? Um, the uh, nurse. Yes. Uh, I uh, just had a conversation about her today. Whatever it is, we see her. In live action here. So we know she's she'll be a part of it. And she, you see her marrying somebody else. Yeah. Which could be Tony Stark. We could see Tom Cruise. I said I said for a while, I wanted to see it in Spider-Man. I definitely want to see it in this. I want to see Chris Evans playing Johnny Storm. Like coming yeah. into our universe and just people like, wait a minute. We haven't seen you in a while. Hey, aren't <laughs> you supposed to be dead? Aren't you supposed to be the moon? Christine Palmer. That's what it was. Uh, Nurse Palmer. So you know what to be funny is the after credits. And, and I said it with the thing. I was like, just F it, bring it all in. Give me, give me Chris Evans. Hell hire the guy who played Captain America in that 1970s crap fest yeah. or as Sebastian said on the thing, have Lou Ferrigno be the Dr. Banner on the Illuminati. <laughs> no, you, you get, no. you get, I said, um, I said Ed Norton. No, you get David Hasselhoff as, as Nick Fury, Nick Fury from that really bad movie <laughs> TV movie. 
Um, um, but here's the after credit scene. That, like, well, I also I also thought, especially because the rumor going around that a lot of people are thinking the Tony Stark that they'll bring into this would be actually Tom Cruise. Yes, because, because that, that's the like, inside joke. But then the other thing is, if you bring in Ed Norton and you bring in Terrence Howard, just throws the MCU into chaos. Yeah. As it is, like, wait, <laughs> why do they look different? Did they get because it's yeah. you know we were talking about the Hickman's run on Avengers and New Avengers and Marvel. For Marvel now, one of the things that happens in Marvel now is that the Doctor Banner in our universe gets replaced mm-hmm. by like a Doctor Banner from mm-hmm. another universe, and no one knows about it for like months. Right, and then it's uh, I can't remember if it's Steve or if it's Beast that figures out like you're not our Doctor Banner, and he took you long enough. It's Beast, I think. Yeah, and he's just like it took you long enough, like throws him out of a window or something. Yeah, uh, but here's <laughs> he, all, all seriousness: you can actually have the after credit scene being. A super soldier, Peggy Carter, sitting there with the aged Steve Rogers. You can have the interesting thing of having Peggy see Johnny Storm and real and think like, oh, Steve. Yeah. Huh? My name's not Steve. It's Johnny. What's up? You just really want that scene. That'd be great. What if you had, what if you had Michael B. Jordan show up as Johnny Storm? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, would you get those guys too? Yeah, and Michael Chiklis comes in. <laughs> yeah, what instead of getting instead of getting Ian Gruffold as Reed, as Reed, we get what's his face. But see, I can see Ian Pearl, Gruffold Pearl Butter being, Marker. But what the hell is that kid's name? And and Roy and Sure, He's from Ready Player One. Also, um, no wonder why no one wants to ever see him again. But no, I could see I could see Ian showing up as part of the Illuminati and having you, the Illuminati be you, one character from if each you're of the doing different... a read. Ian makes sense because I think he played the. He had well, the they poten- also were saying they want John on there. He had the potential to play the best read. Yes, if it was written better. It oh, totally, been, totally. It could have yeah. been there. That um, been interesting, and and I think you do. You'll get cameos, as I said. You may There's see Namor, but you're not gonna. It's not gonna be called Namor. Yeah, you're just gonna see him on one of those chairs. And you're like, holy crap, that's Namor. It's like when um, when I went to the panel about the X Men cartoon, and the first season, Larry Houston and, and the writers were like specifically saying, "Hey, so the X Men, the person on the on the top of the building, is Doctor Strange," and then Fox would come back like, "You can't use Doctor Strange." Right, and then they started writing it as mystic person and yeah. then the animators just drew dr strange and by the time it got to it was done and it gets to the sense like you can't do that it's already done what do you want us to do spend another you know three thousand dollars redrawing it nope just put it on the freaking air so that's how he got it so that's the thing it's and it's like does universal really want to get or whatever sony whatever the hell has it really want to get a fight with disney because they showed one image that just had a dude look like namor no they're not gonna do um, that no they own namor now it Did was it was universal but they had, and Hulk was also universal, but they got the rights back to them, both. So, and it would be interesting to see someone like... The only like, rights that they don't have anymore are the Spider-Man rights, are so, but they have the deal The interesting thing for me would be for something like Hulk is to have Ferrigno, uh, Norton, and Ruffalo, like, share a scene. Yeah. Because it's like a character that's been played by a ton of different people. I don't know if you could get Norton to do it, though. Although well, he hasn't you, done anything in a long time. You can get Norton to do it. How's your mortgage payment, Ed? Uh, here you go. All right. I'm in. 
need you to fly to Burbank for okay. four for four minutes. We know that Batman or the Batman is going to be three the hours. Batman. This movie, for what it seems like, it cannot have a running time shorter than two hours thirty minutes. No, but nothing has a running time. For, you know, it's it's funny. I was reminded of as we get into the late eighties and early nineties, like almost every movie was ninety minutes. Yes. 90 minutes, 90 minutes, 90 minutes, 90 minutes. And I remember as a kid being like, well, that sucks. I want it longer. Like, right. Star Wars was two hours. Return of the Jedi was almost two hours. These are, these are too short. Like, you got Lord, Lord of the Lord. Rings. And then all of a sudden movies got longer and longer and longer. Even like just basic action pictures. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what the hell? And now, yes, everything is two and a half. I expect everything to be 215. Yeah. You know, something in there. It's got to be 120 to 140 minutes. Just mm-hmm. insane. Well, Spider-Man was 234. We know Batman, I think, is 304. Is it over three? I thought it was just close to three. Uh, I thought they I thought they said it was like... I can't see that movie being as long as a theatrical version of Return of the King. I, that I can't see. I, I could see Multiverse of Madness being that long. I guess it depends on how much you're trying to fit into it. Well, yes. And, and a long movie doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean it's bad when you're trying to... I just right. think of something like Traffic, which is close to four hours, and it simply is because all of those storylines take forever, but that's the way mm-hmm. they, they, they push. Oh, it's two hours, 55 minutes. Yeah. Jeez, that's, that's close <laughs> enough. <laughs> Once you get past the trailers, you're going to be, you know... You're going to be in a movie theater for three and a half hours. Yeah. Better get that pee bag ready, dude. They gotta have they gotta have an intermission break. It's gonna get to that point. I know when they did uh, the few times they've done theatrical showings of the extended Lord of the Rings, they do that disc break. Yes, and it was like, yeah, go 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 chill, and something like that. I was like, well, I've seen this a million times, so it's okay. But yeah, it's gonna suck to be like, guess what, Steven? I don't know what Steven. I gotta fucking pee. So we know there's at least three strangers. <laughs> Actually, there's. I I take that back. There's more than. There's at least four Stranges. We have the Close Cut Defender Strange, Our Strange, Zombie Strange, and the Super Strange. Yeah, the MCU, the the Superior, or not the Superior, the Defender, the Zombie, and the Dark Strange. Yeah, the Super Strange. Yeah, with his tentacles. Yeah, tentacles. Super Supreme or something like that. But yeah. isn't that funny, though? Because we talked about, oh, yeah, what if is, is just going to be a what if? It's not really part of the I MC. think a lot of people were just like, yeah, it's going to be. I, I I think I remember saying, like, this is the way to introduce to people. Yes. That the multiverse exists. So that when you go see, multi, you know, Spider-Man and, and or Multiverse of Madness, and they're like, the multiverse exists and there's different versions of it. So, oh, yeah, it's like that cartoon. Yeah. But now we're seeing specific characters in Peggy Carter and the Super Strange and, and all this stuff like that are there. Zombie Wanda. Zombie Wanda is a part of it. It's nuts. Yeah. Do you think we'll see White Vision show up? <laughs> what? That's not so racist. <laughs> <laughs> is it going to be carrying a white, white flag, vision like, and black bolt? Can you imagine white vision versus Kang? He's they're going to be pissed at each other because white power vision is going to be mad at him. That's everything. It's just, it's just such a terrible name. White vision, like of what? Vermont. You're right, that is a white vision. Uh, or was I watching? Oh, so I went out to eat the other night. 
And I went to Chili's because I'm just like, I'm a loser. I'm sitting there and it's <laughs> it's USA and Sweden curling, women's curling. Of course, all the Swedes are blonde and yeah. all of them have piercing blue eyes, but so does the US. <laughs> and I'm like, this is like an Aryan dream. <laughs> like one of them, one of the US women has really shocking blonde hair. But all of them have like the blue eyes like halfway there. All, all they have to do in, in Nazi Germany is like, I just gotta dye it. Just gotta yeah. bleach it. I'm okay. Um well, you notice <laughs> did you notice that in I think vision shows up. I don't think you I don't the funny thing when watching this is what I thought was originally going to happen as we're halfway through WandaVision was that Wanda was going to be the bad guy. Right. And then I'm like, no, she's not going to be the bad guy. They're not going to do that. Here it seems like she's the good guy to start, but somehow turns into the bad guy. Well, she says, as if I do thing, what you did, I, I become yeah, the villain, I become you become the, the hero. That doesn't seem fair, does it? And it's just like, it seems like she turns as well, or at least something cracks something right. somewhere. So I, I was like... That, I was telling Richard today that I think... Wanda tries to help, but she ends up messing it up to being to yeah. the point where he's like a villain. But not I have really a feeling our visions are going to save us. I think you may have the white vision resurrect the original because of that conversation. You don't like, think the white vision becomes the original? Because because no, they put the memories. Right, but he still has a conversation with himself. Yes. And the thing, and so I think he's his processing to get to the point where he can figure out when she says vision had some ideas, it may be like, we need to figure out what vision knows. Right. As long as he had that stone in his head. <laughs> so what you're saying is a character that was, <laughs> that was the incarnation of a TV series is going to save the movie <laughs> or help it. So that means you have to go back and watch the series to know where the white well, vision the comes from. You don't for the vision, because vision's not a new character. You Except know you what have to know where, why he come back, why he's back alive. Not really. I mean, they can explain it to you fairly quickly. I mean, I guess you could say the same thing with Monica. You can say the same thing with with Wanda. Yeah. Well, I mean, why like, is Wanda so powerful now and have mm-hmm. this new outfit? This new hot outfit. <laughs> why does she have devil horns? Like nobody saw this coming. There, there's just, and then, it, then on top of that, you did, you know, there was an image that Ryan Reynolds posted of him in the Deadpool, getting dead, his Deadpool costume fitted, supposedly by Somebody's a member of the costume design team from and it was, he Doctor put it, Strange. He put it out himself, and then he erased it really right. quickly. So it does seem to be a part of that kind of marketing ploy, of like who got to see it. And then somebody said they saw Deadpool's colors or something in within that exploding poster. That was Mephisto. Um, well, that's the other thing. I think you get that. Is there's the doorknobs when you walk into the into the sanctum? They are Mephisto. They, I should say, they look exactly like Mephisto's human forms head. It looks like Beast to me. No, it really does. It looks it, like to dude, me. Have you seen Beast a lot? That looks like Beast to me. It looks exactly like the Mephisto in the Spider-Man animated series from the '90s. Which is probably based on Beast because everybody liked the the, the X Men. I think I, it, Spoiler alert. I Doctor think Strange is Mephisto. Yeah. <laughs> the dark the dark Doctor Strange is like, you know me by my different name, Mephisto. Hey dude, weren't you in a TV show? Weren't you part of it or something? You were like doing all the things. Or and just it, like some 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 fat internet current kid in the back is there like I knew it And then Agatha shows up and starts singing it was me all along. Oh my god. <laughs> but I think the the Patrick Stewart thing is the most interesting because and it's it does totally him. lend to your idea of you just like, 
you have them be from another universe and then you just move everybody over. Yeah. I don't think they do that because I don't think they want I don't I don't think Marvel wants to cast the same people. No, 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 no. I don't mean I don't mean I, I just mean that the Illuminati is one character from each of the universes. No, you had said before that one of the reasons, one of the ways you could move the X Men is you just have them blip into existence from another universe. Right, I, but I don't mean I don't mean using the same actors as before. And I don't think that Disney will do that, but there is a possibility now where that's part of it. Right, if because you, you if, can if if you have Professor X, let's say you have Professor X, and well, actually because of you no know, because of Days of Future Past, they are the same person. Yes, they just show them to be the same person, but. And it's the same Wolverine in, in both, and it's the same. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, the no, problem I guess, I guess Sophie Turner is supposed to turn into Famke Jansen. Yes. What do you the, think? Uh, the problem now is that now that they're, you know, there's the speculation of it being Patrick Stewart, people are going to be like, oh, when are we going to get you, Jackman, back as Wolverine? Well, you may see him. You may see him in the multiverse. I yeah, wouldn't I As wouldn't soon as you it. open that thing, and this is why I've kind of, said for a while, like, I don't know if this is the best idea because you might have to save, someone might need to save you from yourself because now you are just like, oh, let's put Hugh Jackman in it. But let's, see, put, the- let's put, let's put, um, what's his face in it? Let's let's put Scott in it. Let's put uh, yeah. uh, Elliot Page in it. Let's put, just keep going from all these people that you know. <laughs> Wait, the Scott from Days of Future Path, or the Scott from, uh, of Apocalypse is also the Mr. Fantastic mm-hmm. from the really the really bad. Um, no, what I'm saying is three different characters. If you, yeah, if you if you put one of if you put the the Mr. Fantastic from Mr. Fantastic. from the the Fox Mr. movies, you put Patrick Stewart mm-hmm. as. Professor X, and I you put him on the Illuminati. With. And I then, said, if you could have him, you could have Ian, you could have, as if you really wanted to go for it, have have Edward Norton play the other one, and just be like, well, th- that one we watched is how those, those events actually happened on another Earth. Right. They just happened to be the same exact as ours, except now that when we no. look at it, it's like... Oh, the, then the, you can put Namor, and you don't have to show the entire Illuminati. You can no. leave a couple of seats They also don't empty. have to be the Illuminati. That's true. But the reason I say that... go way out there. You bring Eric Bana back as the Hulk. Oh yeah, you forgot that. about that one. Yeah, that's right. You could do Eric Bana. Yeah, how bad is really it? Really terrible forgot? Hulk movie. He but, just sits there, and they ask him like, "What are you? What are you, what are you afraid of?" He's like, "Dogs." But here's the thing: the reason why this can work is that since you already have all of these movies from Fox on your streaming service, it legitimizes them within the overall. Marvel Universe. I don't think it legitimizes them, but yes, it gets people excited about. And they go back like, yeah, and then they go, wow, these suck. Right. That's like four No wonder this is in another universe. I like the first X-Men. I like X-Men 2. I like First Class, and I like Days of Future Past. Those are the four films that we care about. But look what it did for the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, it created a firestorm of people going, let's go back and do those. And Sony's like, ah. Yeah. I, I can almost Again, I can almost guarantee you sometimes you have to be saved from yourself. But I can almost guarantee you Venom three will have suck? yeah, no, it's totally gonna no, suck. No, we'll have Andrew Garfield in it. I can almost guarantee it. It'll suck. That, that's all that's all you gotta know. It's gonna suck. First one sucked, second one sucked. Nobody likes those films. 
Right. Everyone's just like, oh, they're all just train wrecks, but Venom's great. Right. It was, it was, I love the people that love Venom, but hate the films. Mm-hmm. Like they love, they love the films and they hate the films all at the same time. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's that it's, it's so bizarre that people get really excited about films. It's like, I know, I know I'm going to hate it. This movie is either going to be a major train wreck or make Spider-Man look like it's going to be both. You think people are going to make it. Everyone is going to forgive the flaws of this film because they're going to get everything that they want back. They're going to get Patrick Stewart as, as, as professor X. They're going to get Eric Bannon as Hulk. They're going to have all those movies. That, what if, those, what if Patrick Stewart's not that, professor X? What if he's Picard? Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Fantastic. No, but what if he, seriously, <laughs> what if he's <laughs> not, <laughs> what if he's not professor? Yeah, this X? is Disney. Go ahead. Hi, we're paramount. What the hell are you doing? What if he's like, what if he's like Don't a watcher or something? That would be fascinating. The only problem is we've already heard the the watcher's voice. Yes, um, and his head's not big enough. You can, you can CGI exists. Yeah, you saw how bad he looked at the end of Wolverine. <laughs> That's true. Um, but you, you know, speaking of, of, of racist type names, did you <laughs> did you notice that in Book of Boba Fett they never call Black Chrysanthemum? Black Chrysanthemum. They always said Chrysanthemum. Yeah, they call him Santa Claus towards the end. Yeah, I was saying, why does Boba Fett call him Santos? Is that his, like, quote-unquote chewy shortening? He calls him Santo. Yeah. He calls him Santo. And I was like, there's no O in his name. But I was trying to figure out in the comic books, does somebody call him Santo? Nope. Just, they call him, because in a comic book, you don't have to shorten it. Yes. I, that Lost City A way hilarious. to make it sound cooler. I think it was because they didn't want Boba Fett to be going. <laughs> okay, so we had the finale of Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett. Yes, we did. The start of Mandalorian season three. No, no, not the end. They they already did that. They did that in the two episodes before the end. The end was like, oh wait, we should go back and finish this. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, this is called the book of Boba Fett. So we should have Boba Fett in some of these episodes. Now that it's over. What do you think of the series? Disappointing. Super disappointing. Because yeah, it is think... so easy to fix. Taking the, the elements that are in it, removing a couple of them, and telling it in a linear story would make it so yeah, much better. I think the, the beginning, they really messed up with dragging it along so much about the flashback. And the flashback not, thing, I was, I was thinking about this story. because... My thing with the flashbacks, I, I was, I'm thinking of it was, as I'm thinking towards the end and I'm going, well, let's see. If we chain it into linear, we dump the Mando stuff. We got it. They don't have enough story for four episodes even. Mm-hmm. Just in the modern yeah. time. That's part of the problem. You so, can do all that Mando stuff in one episode. You can do all that Mando stuff in one episode in The Mandalorian. Yes. You don't need Din Djarin in here. Correct. So the, the thing that I would do is one of the reasons that to me the, the, the flashbacks fail it's like in something in Lost where the flashbacks were super, super important. They told one story in one episode. Yes. Every single one. Why did you, why did Jack lose his, his license to practice medicine? Here you go. Well, why did Kate, how did Kate get out of her handcuffs? Mm-hmm. Here you go. What was Sawyer's first con? Here you go. What happened with the numbers? Why, you know, why the, why the numbers for, uh, for Hurley are so terrible. Right. Four seasons in, here you go. Everything with those numbers in his life go, goes bad. So well, even by the, the end, by the end of like each of, but but by the end of each of those 
flashbacks that build a big oh, part of the flashbacks. story in Boba Fett, there's no ending. There's no story that's in them. Sure, he gets out of the Sarlacc. Yeah. That takes five minutes. Yeah, but it's only. But then he gets the picked pipe. up, and then he gets here, and then he gets there, and then there isn't an ending. There isn't a. There isn't like a. There isn't enough there for each of those flashbacks to warrant the time that they're given in an episode because they sort yeah. kind of sort of wander. And it to also me, doesn't give you the, time, the correct timeline. The, 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 to me, the change is to make it linear. Mm-hmm. So you open with, you know, a short time ago in the same galaxy we've been in. Here's the smoldering wreckage. He gets out of the Sarlacc. The Jawas take his armor. He gets saved by the Tuscans, sort of. And then you see all of his time with the Tuscans. Because again, what you're trying to give that motivation as to why he gets to the point that they've already established he gets to where he walks in and kills Bib Bib Fortuna in cold blood and says, okay, this is mine now. Right. So his time with the Tuscans, it does make sense for him to be like, I've always been on my own. I've never worked with anybody. I've never had a family. The shots of him watching his dad leave, I think are poignant of like, that's the last time I belong to anybody. The groups that he works in in the Clone Wars, he doesn't like any of them. None of them like him. True, except for Horacing. What we see in what we're given, canon-wise, in the stories now, you know, we get the, the opening salvo of the um, the bounty hunters, the Star Wars bounty hunters book. He's working with a team for four minutes, and they right. screw him over, and he leaves. Yeah, you know, so he's on his own. Here we got all that. So it gets to the point, and we see, and again, the, the timeline doesn't really seem to work very well, but we get the train, we get the pikes, he goes and basically threatens the pikes. Mm-hmm. Bikes kill his family, they blame it on the bikers. He's like, all right, I gotta go do something. He finds Fennec. This is five years that we got in like two episodes that he's been mm-hmm. on. Seven years. Isn't it five years after Jedi? Seven. When did it get established as seven? I thought it was always five. Anyway, whatever it is, it's years that he's with these. So you, you get a better sense, I think, linear how long he spends with those with the Tuscans, and what their death means to them to him. And then he finds Fennec. We don't know why he saves Fennec. <laughs> I still don't know why he saves Fennec, other than just because he thinks it's the right thing to do, or he needs right. someone. I mean, it'd almost be better to be like, well, well I, I think need- it's because he knows who she is. And he he knows that she's about. Yeah, if that was established a little bit better, that also she can help him. If it's sort of right. like I need to get my ship because I want to get off this planet now, then yeah, because that ship's just sitting in Jabba's palace for years. So they yeah. go get it, and then you you know he goes and you know destroys the biker gang. Tend to probably sorry. Be- it is five years. The the Mandalorian is nine years after the Battle of Yavin. There you go. That's where it was. Yeah, five years after Jedi. Yes. So he spends years with them, and he gets the ship. We watch him leave to go. Basically, he tells Fennec, I need, I, there's something I got to go get, which is his armor. And we watch him leave. And then the next scene is him walking in, and he kills Boba Fett. And he sits in the chair, and he's like, all right. And even Fennec can just look at him like, well, what now? What the hell are we doing? He's like, I'm going to become a crime boss. I'm tired of traveling the galaxy. I'm a simple man trying to make a simple living in, in, the, in the galaxy, and I'm going to do it here. Then they explain what happened. Jabba dies. The Pikes are already on the planet, kind of clandestine under Jabba, trying not to to gain any attention. As soon as Jabba dies, everybody steals all of his territory except this last little bit that Bib held on to. Right. 
And he says, okay, now we're going to, we're going to fix it. And also in terms of the time that you're watching him, give me some idea of why everything is bad now. Yes. Why is Moss Espa so worse? doesn't look like it doesn't it. look like it looks like Tatooine. It yes. looks like every single time we don't see anybody. The idea we that, know the that, pikes, Moss that the is yeah, the pikes lawless. basically take these other gangs or whatever, not necessarily syndicates, but you know, the transitions that we get, the Clatoonians, whatever the next one is, the pikes take them all over. Which gives Boba the idea, if I can get them to revolt against the Pikes, then I can take over the Pikes uh -huh. territory and kick them off. So that's what it is. And make Fennec do what Fennec does. And Boba's like, yeah, with honor and this. And Fennec's like, yeah, I'm going to go murder some people. Because that's not how gangsters work, Boba. That's not how you are, Boba. Yeah. What's, what's the mayor doing? Well, the mayor keeps the New Republic off the planet. Yeah. The mayor's the one like, no, no, no everything's fine. Everything's fine. We have the established presence already that they are somewhat being, you know, the, the, the force on Tatooine, right? The Rangers, everything, you know, whatever. This is, we're trying to save some part of this or whatever. He's the one that kind of just deflects everything so that these guys can continue to do bad things. They're hurting people. They're putting through. And just have something where it's, Boba's like, no more spice. Right. We're not going to do spice anymore. We'll do everything else. And I think the best, we're, yeah. we're like two episodes into the, when this starts, right? Okay. So the Pikes have this presence and Boba comes in. He's like, I am Boba Fett and I am here to take everything. The Pikes are like, crap. People know that name. Mm -hmm. That dude's crazy. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Yo, Cad, you remember Boba? Yeah, you still hate his guts? You want to come kill him? Awesome. Click. Put Boba in the third episode for or Cad in the third episode. Yes. For Christ. Can you imagine them in the street and they're just going to go and Fennec's like, yeah, draw your weapon and see what happens. Mm -hmm. you, you can't be, you can't be alone all the time. Have the confrontation in the sink in, in the, the sanctuary, whatever the bar, the, the casinos. Yeah. The sanctuary and just have a flash dance come over and be like, you know, the rules, you're yeah. not, everything ends at that door. Yeah. You screw this up. It's going to be bad. Have the hut show up. Later. And Boba come and have, have, have him show up right there. Yes. And they come in and they're like, what do you, what do you plan to do? Well, I'm going to take all of Jabba's territory back. Awesome. We hate the Pikes. Yeah. We're not being, we're facing our own war of attrition on, on now. Huda. We can't help you. I got some stuff for you. First, here's a Rancor as a, as a tribute to Jabba because he's dead. Right. There's always been a Rancor in his, in his throne room. We need another Rancor. And also, because it's a stupid idea for Boba to think, I'm going to take over a city with a chick, a droid, and two Gamorreans. Makes no sense. And yeah. then a Vespa gang. He can still hire the Vespa gang to be the same thing. Like, I need people. And he starts and to get they people. Say, hey, hey, and he says, yeah. Black Chrysanthemum works for the Pikes. He goes to go, to go kill him. Cad Bane gets mad at him. Like, no, he's mine. Whatever. Something happens where the Pikes piss him off. Right. When he fails. And Boba says, look, if you want to work for somebody who holds honor and esteem, come work for me. I promise you, you're going to. And here's the second. Yeah. The second thing I got to these gangs that I've kind of went to and said, like, all I need you to do is not do anything. They're going to do shit. Right. One of those gangs are Trandoshits. Yeah. You want to kill them? Roar! Damn right. Yeah. High five. Boom. Let's go. You can get him easily into Boba. And the, when the huts show up, here's some weak way. Here's some Nikto. We're yeah. letting you borrow some troops. To help us. And now we're going to have different battles all over this city. Yep. As it keeps going, because he's the one thing he says, no more spice. And even Fennec's like, that's not going to work. No. 
I'm no, we're not doing spice anymore. Mm-hmm. I hate this shit. Get this stuff out of here. We are going to stop the pikes. We're going to kick them off this planet. Pikes bring extra people, more battles, more everything. You have lots of lasers and lots of stuff going on. And, and you can still have those character moments of sort of like, what am I doing? Right. You know, we don't have enough people. Hey, Jen. What's up, Boba? I'm going to see Grogu again. Awesome. That's great. You want to come help me? No. But let me tell you who will. There's a guy in a town called Freetown that helped me help them with Tusken Raiders. You like those guys, right? And he Kill used to a have your armor. dragon. Yeah. Go talk to him. So when he goes and talks to him, Cobb Vance shows up. In that, how great would that final battle be? That that's the first thing Cad does is kill kill Cobb or shoot him. Yeah. Okay, yeah, well he's a badass. And then we get you get the same battle at the end, which somebody spins, dude. Everybody spins in Star Wars. You ass. <laughs> the freaking Mandalorian does it three minutes before that shot. Here's my Mandalorian my, my pro- says wizard, and it's suddenly it's suddenly cool. It's showing up on T-shirts. You, you have Robert Rodriguez do Robert Rodriguez and nobody likes it. Um, it's like, I still remember when people were like, yeah, I went to see Tim Burton's Dumbo, but it's so much like a Tim Burton film. Yeah. That's what you hired him for. But then you wouldn't get, <laughs> then you wouldn't get Gogru making the Rancor go need, to sleep. I don't need any of that. Get, get rid of all that. Oh, God. If you have, my problem with that final battle so is cute. it's boring. Oh, it's totally boring. The, the gun, like the, the Kaiju fight is great, but. The, the gun work is boring. Yes. I expected so much more from Robert Rodriguez. Yes. That's what I wanted. Like, give me individual shots. Give me, and then that would have been but cool. But that one guy does the twirl and then shoot. That's what I mean. That's Robert. If you've never seen Desperado, you've ne- you have you don't know what any of that, that is. That twirl bothered so many people. Yeah. I didn't bother me at all. It didn't bother me because, and I said it on one of the threads, I wanted more of that. There were two, there were tw- if two you've twirls watched, in this. If you've watched the end of Desperado. Oh, sure. If you watch the bar scene in Desperado, uh-huh. that's what I wanted. Give me Ontario, Ontario, Ontario Banderas flying with you know mariachi clothes all over the place. Give me that at the end. Give me some individual stuff. You can have Black Chrysanthemum go and do exactly like yeah. The Trandoshans are fighting with alongside the Pikes. Go for it. Great martial arts moves in there. Him just throwing people, whatever, just beating people up, and get to the end. And do what they did, which pisses me off as much as anything else. The total cheesy 80s ending as they're walking down, throws the melon to Black Chrysanthemum. Hey, Fennec? Yeah, Boba? I don't think we're good at this. Well, who else is going to do it? Beep, beep, beep. We just went through all these episodes to get Boba off the planet to be done. Because Mm -hmm. I still, I swear, they're headed towards Boba Bo, Mandalorian, all going to Mandalore. Totally. Totally agree with this. That's where they're going. I know. And that's fine. Why do we take this huge detour to him being a gang lord? <coughs> you know? I don't. Unless I, you want that character moment at the end of him going, you're right. This isn't who I am. Yeah. I can't protect. Who, who am I protecting people for? But you already I had- hunted down people and threw them in a ship called the Slave One. But, this isn't a great idea. But he already, you already had him in season two of Mandalorian with a gaffy stick, beating the shit and killing stormtroopers. Doing doing Bruce Lee. You just need to do all this. Granted, granted, I love seeing more of Tatooine, more of Star Wars universe. I don't need any more Tatooine. I don't need any more Tatooine. And I don't want the, the final battle. Don't do it in the streets. Yes. 
Have them go attack Jabba's palace. Yes. Can you imagine a shootout in Jabba's palace? Well, that's what they said. Why, oh, aren't, you doing his, why aren't you going to Jabba's palace? Because it's more fortified. No, the city's mine. The people who are here are, are my people. There's no people there's in the no street. There's no people in the streets <laughs> till the very end when the Rancor comes down. Then there's all of a sudden a guy in a shop. Or when uh, when Amy Sedaris shows up. <laughs> the only person that lives on Tatooine. Oh... And here's the other thing. Din Djarin is the worst person to be taking care of Grogu. Because all he does is... They're all... Remember the first season when we rewatched the first season? I'm like, don't you lock a door? Yeah. It's like... The very he first thing he should do is ship. take him right back to Luke. He has the door open when Bill Burr's there and Bill Burr grabs him. Yeah. And like... You can't lock a door at all. Like, the, the, just, just anathema to you. And the problem is, yes, the best episode is the Mandalorian episode. For many different reasons. The first one Mandalorian of them, episode. The, yes, the episode six. Yes. Five. 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 Um, don't, no, the second one's got problems. We'll discuss that when we get to Mandalorian season three. There's, I use the word disappointing because not only is it easy fix, but I think it's terrible storytelling. Which part? All of it. That, yes. The, all the book of Boba Fett is terrible storytelling. For the characters that you've established at the beginning of it and where they're going. Mm-hmm doesn't do it for me it's See, got star wars stuff and i you know you could have taken i hate saying it because i love star wars and i liked the star wars stuff that's in this but just like walking out of episode nine and being like i'm so disappointed in that film yeah i think about this season and the only episode i want to watch again is the mandalorian one but see and that should have been when he when the mandalorian does that bounty and then goes to see the armor should have been the after credit scene of Boba Fett to lead into the Mandalorian and end right when he meets up with the armor. And then you go, you show that whole first episode in the Mandalorian. Yeah. But it is like someone, you may have said it where it was just like, they wanted to get that stuff out of the way. Yes. They wanted to get out of the way. So that way when they start Mandalorian season three, uh, uh, <laughs> when I said it was all these points that we expected to get from the you know the story points, the, the checkoffs. Yes. Does he get a new ship? Kachunk. Does he see Grogu again? Kachunk. Does he does he find the 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 covenant? Kachunk. Does he find a convent? Does he do Kachunk. Does he do all those things are there in those two episodes? Mm-hmm. And it is. It was just like, why is this here? Yeah. And where is it? What what? There was a, so many points. Not even just in the Mandalorian episode, but in the Boba episodes where I'm like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Why are we doing this? Why is this here? Yeah. So many people love it. I'm glad they do. And that's they I the same thing. I said the same thing with episode nine. If you love episode nine, I'm glad you do. I hope you recognize why you loved it. That's the same thing I've said. One of my things with people is if you're going to tell me you hate something, you're going to tell me you love something. You're going to tell me you're disappointed by something. Tell me why. I just told you exactly. why. I'm disappointed with this, not necessarily in the choices they made in terms of what was, I think that it's bad storytelling and it was easier. There was, there was a way out of it. There's no reason to do the, the, the black, the flashbacks make no sense from, from uh-huh. a sense of story point. They don't accomplish anything to me. Well, I'll give you the other side of it. I've seen people say that episode five and episode six of this, of Mandalorian, or excuse me, a book of Boba Fett, the Mandalorian episodes is the best Two hours of Star Wars, hands down. And I've said, why? Well, when people are like, it's peak Star Wars. I'm like, I don't know this is peak Star Wars. I'm like, why? Why is this, you know, 
what in those two episodes was so great? I mean, when you think about it, when you look at the Mandalorian, yes, well, the Mandalorian was, episode is great. It was good, but why is that the best hour of Star Wars? What does uh, he really do? He goes on, he does a bounty, then he goes and meets with the Covenant. I think there's there's a lot of things, and, and I think some of it is, as you said, he, he goes and gets a bounty. Is you realize how much cooler he is than Boba Fett? Well, that's the other thing is they and made him way cooler. When you have that, it, it, it's again recognize where you are. I recognized in that moment one of the reasons that I love that episode so much is that it wasn't the book of Boba Fett while I was watching it. And I think that's where people really... And that's where there's some of it. The people who liked Boba Fett then said, like, this is the best because it's in this. But I said, I think part of the reason you like it so much is because it's not this kind of peddling along okay. Boba so then, Fett series that doesn't really accomplish anything. When sure. I said after the third episode, I think, or fourth episode, nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Nothing's happened so far. We've had two action sequences, and they're both not great. Correct. The ninja fight... Not that great. And the Vespa speeder chase is awful. Yes. And people are like, no, those were great. I'm like, no, they're not. Okay, then tell me the Luke Skywalker Mandalorian episode. There's so many people there saying that is so amazing. Because it's, they love. Granted, uh, you have Luke and, and Ahsoka together. She makes a comment about being a family member. That's the show I want. You want to give me a show with Luke? I'll, I'll give you a show with Luke. I want a show with Luke and Ahsoka. I want to see them, I want, them first on. meeting. I want to see the two of them talk about Anakin. Yes. I want to see the conversation between the two of them where Luke Skywalker, who we know at some point is going to be a total dick and turn his back on the galaxy and his own sister. We know that's coming. Sorry, guys. It's there. Yeah. You're going to get it. And I'll accept that. He has the conversation with Ahsoka. Where were you during the during the Galactic mm-hmm. Civil War? Mm-hmm. And she tells them whatever it is, whatever they decide to say, we have to deal with just as, as I said, at the end of force awakens with what JJ did is JJ told you Luke gave up. Yeah. He's not there. Now Ryan's going to tell you why. And then you're not going to accept it. And you're going to be mad. But at the end of it, the second time I saw it, I said to myself, you better have a damn good reason for doing this. Yeah. Why did Ahsoka sit out the galactic civil war? She didn't. We don't know that she did or didn't. I mean, obviously they can be in different places. There's always the, 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 the that, idea is that she was still trapped on uh, something. Moribund. Something is happening where she is not a part of it. Right. Tell me what that is. Just the idea of, you know, the, the, the line, and it's great the way she delivers. Like, you're just like your father. Yes. Where is I, I want more of that. I want that conversation. Uh-huh. What do you mean? Well, your dad did this and he did this. And just to have him understand Vader more. Mm-hmm. understand Anakin more, understand Vader more from the point of view where we get a lot of what turns him into Vader from Padme. Yes. But he doesn't spend all his time with Padme. He spends more time with Ahsoka. He spends more time with Ahsoka than he does with Obi-Wan. Yes. That's the person I want to see. That's what I want to see. You want to, if you want to give me a star Wars show that has no pew pew, that's the show I want. That's what a conversation I want. That's I, the interesting part. I want to see that in, putting Din Djarin in there somehow. I want to see that initial conversation with Ahsoka and Luke, and just how it plays out. You know, when she says, "Oh, yes, I knew your father. Yes, I knew he turned into Darth Vader. You know, yes, I was there with him before. Did I see any signs? Uh, your father was a little bit of a renegade. You know, whatever." Biggest problem with that episode was when Luke was trying to make Gogru choose between 
the Mandalorian and being a Jedi. And Luke's telling him that Jedi do not have attachments. He was following the old ways, but every single thing we've seen from Luke Skywalker up to that moment has been about attachment. In fact, Yoda tells him that his attachment is going to be his downfall. That's that meme of like, you know, choose or whatever the attachment and you have the second shot is Hayden as Anakin with his eyes rolled up. Like, come <laughs> on. Didn't didn't we pay attention? The hard thing is is so we have to deal with what Uncle George gave us. Yes. Canon's canon. Sorry. Just that's the thing. Metachlorians exist. We don't talk about them. But they still exist. <laughs> they don't, anybody talks about them. We have to we have to balance that idea that in the prequels, you know, no attachments, no love with the fact that everything Yoda says in Empire is like reach out with your feelings, feel mm-hmm. this, feel and it would have been nice if there was more of an idea, you know, as I said, where it's the lightsaber. How do you get Yoda's lightsaber? I know. Where are those stories? We need all these stories, these different lightsabers. Yoda's lightsaber fell to the bottom of the Senate, Senate, and Yoda did not take the time to grab it as he was... Because he was too busy, like, being a weird CGI thing when he's in the the tunnels (laughs) or whatever. But when he puts both of them and says, here's the thing. The old way said you had to choose. Yes. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. You can have both. Right. Here's the thing. You will see... Your Mando father, your Mando daddy again. I promise you. Just not right now. Yes. I thought the Mando leaving in that in the episode before was the biggest moment where he was the one that said, this is what's best for him. I agree. To have him just show up in Luke's X-Wing 20 minutes later. Yes. In episode time. What the fuck is this? I, I totally agree. Now, and- look, I'm so glad he has his little shirt on. He's got a little chainmail on. <laughs> And everything that's we mithril. The- we, we we now have <laughs> mithril in the Star Wars universe. Mithril, mithril. It's, it's, no, it's Yoda mithril. So it's, it's oh, mithril. Yithril. Um, I thought that was the way because remember when when I mean you were reading the books. There's that great that that uh, duology that Thrawn duology that Timothy Zahn wrote, and you could tell it was like one of the first books after Episode One or Episode yeah. Two because they show up at the gangster's house and the droidicas are outside. Yeah. And they go in and they're fighting and they're like, hey, let's get married. But Luke, no attachments. Yeah, fuck that shit. (laughs) Just just, just keeps going. His entire thing was to throw it away. And it's sort of what happens in Last Jedi where he's talking about, no, everything they did was wrong. Right. Look what happened. Right. We're the the, 2,000 years of peace and we were just the best dudes. You had an old man with a stick kill you. Yeah. And he didn't lift a finger. Like, come on. Oh, except when he went like super, you know. Well, Nobody likes spinning, <laughs> dude. I know. I just love the way it's like. It was like the three masters. I can't believe they didn't take down the emperor. And someone's like, "Yeah, you don't expect a nine sixty spin coming at you." Um. Okay, Luke is the worst Jedi master because this takes place after he was already training Leia, and he let her go. Now he's let go. I felt that was Leia's choice. It was Leia's choice, but he still let her go. You know, and not make a choice between her attachment to the Republic and her being a Jedi. Now he does the same thing with Gogru, who Gogru, he already said in this, 
he doesn't feel like he's teaching him as well as just helping him unlock that what he already has. So he's sending a force sensitive Jedi trained, originally Jedi temple trained Padawan out to be with a Mandalorian who's a bounty hunter. This kid's going to go to the dark side. I no think, wonder I think when you start things, seeing Ben be going to the dark side, I he think wants to kill I think him. we're missing something, and that is the fact that one of the things that Ashoka says is there's a darkness in him. Yes. This is a great chance for you to either double up on his failure, which helps get him to yeah. the other point. Because I've always said that one of the things that I feel like the, the sequel trilogy does, especially in Last Jedi, but even through Force Awakens, is, is, is that generational gap, it, it might even be subconscious. I mean, there's so many things that we see in films that we start attaching these kind of feelings towards or these sort of themes towards that are very subconscious. Yeah. And it's something that the creator may never intend, but it's there. And one of the things I said um, before Last Jedi came out, I was in one of my groups and they had the pictures from Annie Leibovitz and it's Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill together. And he says, well, they, they better get Luke and Leia. They better have that moment. They better have that moment. We, yeah, they're, yeah. They, they're owed that moment. We're owed that moment. And I said, hold on. No, you're not. Because here's, I don't think, I think part of what they're saying is you don't. And so, he's like, what do you mean? I said, let's, let's, let's think of it. Like think of people our age or better yet, even our parents, the generation behind us hates you. <laughs> you didn't, we're there's still racism. There's still homophobia. You fucked up the housing market. You fucked up the economy. You fucked up the, the climate. You fucked up, you know, we still kill animals all the time for no fucking reason. Uh-huh. There's still war. There's still hunger. You didn't do shit. Yeah. The generation below us, Bella's generation as a whole, I'm talking in generalities, hates our guts. Yeah. You think she's ever going to afford a home? Well, look at it. Not a chance in hell. Look at what they, the, the millennials call boomers. Yeah. yeah. So oh, the boomers fucked that, up everything. With that kind of subconscious thing, I said, what this is saying, this is a generation who saved a galaxy and then fucked it up again. Right. They did the same goddamn thing that they did before. Uh-huh. They failed to see the threat right in front of their face. Yep. The the That Leia novel, the, um, not Crossroads. Bloodline. Bloodline. Right. I think puts that in there. I was like, she's the only one that's the Leia's isn't because she's a girl, whatever. But I said there my, to me, there's a part of it saying that that generation doesn't get you. And and the thing that I said for last Jedi is just like everything. There's a very easy solution to what happened between Luke and Ben. He walks into there. I've seen the darkness in him. I've seen, I've seen him destroy everything I love. And the decision I make which is the wrong one, is to ignite my saber and kill my nephew in cold blood. Right. Oh, wait, that's a bad idea. But too late. All you have to do is think it. And he gets canceled. Um, <laughs> but the idea of him to stop. Yes. Never ignite the saber. Walk outside the hut and st- sit on a rock. Ben wakes up and he walks out and he's like, Uncle Luke, what's wrong? He's like, have a seat. You and I got to talk. Mm-hmm. I'm, I see this in you. All I want to do is talk to you. Why? You know how much pressure is on me? I'm supposed to be like the super one. Mom didn't decide to be Jedi. I'm supposed to be the super Jedi. I met this dude named Snoke. He's got some really good ideas. Okay, let me go meet him. Let's go talk to him. There's a very simple solution to what happens to this. And it's the solution we have now where we say, go to therapy. That's not a bad idea. 
almost everybody I know who's younger but than you me, mean, therapy to them is an automatic. Oh yeah, uh, no, without a doubt. And I'm like, holy crap! People looking like, why don't you have therapy? I'm like, because you didn't talk about it. Yeah, and then the, the, our generation started going to therapy, or but you didn't talk about it. The generation before us, therapy was bad. The idea that if I ever actually admitted to my father that I nearly committed suicide, he would have slapped me. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with you? And my and me, I'd be like, because I wanted to do it or because I didn't do it. Like, right. That was, that was like, you got to finish what you start, Boomer. Well, there's things, Let's go. there's things when I'm getting ready to talk to Arabella or something, and I'm going, wait, that's just because that's how I was raised. That's my the generational gap. I've got to, I've got to change how I think or, or approach things. Because that's not how this generation is anymore. And so in a Star Wars sense, and again, we're, we're it's a movie about wizards with laser swords. I mean, we're not really assigning this much to it. But think of that idea. What if he just talks to Ben? But what if he, but but here's the problem that I you have. You then put the onus on Ben. If Ben ignites the saber and says, F you, uncle, I'm done. Right. That's a different thing. And yes. then in there, I think maybe even more so, you would have understood what happened to Luke. Right. Like I did the right thing. And he's still... But you understand, tried to kill me. I understand why Luke left. I understand why Luke left. Because he almost turned to the dark side by killing his nephew. Because he thought it was a good idea. But yes, well, Anakin thought for it was that, a good for idea. For half a second, he's Jason Solo in the EU. Exactly. Where Jason rationalizes, and what Anakin does. Anakin rationalizes everything he, he does. Correct. Because he thinks it's the right thing. Nobody ever sees themselves as the villain. Correct. Until Anakin finally does, and Case and an armor like, well, this is no good. I think the only person that sees himself as the villain is the Emperor. The Emperor doesn't either, because remember, he only did that to stop the right. Yuzon Vaughn. <laughs> well, in that universe. <laughs> um, oh, talk about stories you hate. Yeah. Stuff it, you erased be, from headcanon. So we also, the last thing we'll talk about, and we found out the date of Kenobi's release. We should probably do a wellness check on Ethan. Are you still alive? Are you asleep? Ethan? Yeah. Hey, look at that. He's still there. Ethan's remote now, so I you know, you couldn't tell from the. I'm working from home today. <laughs> we we brought out Nerdable Satellite One again. That'd have been nice. The, the, got yeah, no rain in the valley. Decade, we finally got people telling me it rained like crazy. It here. rained like crazy in the valley this nope, morning. Not in Northridge, it didn't. I didn't get us any rain. I was upset. And then it rained here and had thunder and lightning. Yep. Hail everything. All right, so May 25th we get. Kenobi. Why isn't it May the 4th? Why isn't it May 4th? Why isn't it May 4th? May 25th is not a Star Wars day. What did you say, Ethan? Hello there. Hello there. I hope he does not say that throughout the whole thing. I hope that's the only line oh, he has. Oh, you know he's going to. I hope that every, everything. Every episode? Hello there. Kenobi. Hello there. Would you the like to buy supplies from us? Hello there. Is going to be like... Would you like to, would you, do you need to buy a do-back? Hello there. Do you need, you know, just like you can change all the lightsaber oh, sounds to wow. All of his dialogue is just hello there. <laughs> hello there. No, every single dialogue line, whatever it is, no matter what. Somebody will hilarious. do that. All right, so we're going to wrap things up on that. Uh, or should we discuss Ivan Reitman? I hate going out on the downer. So did he. Um, he died peacefully know. in his house with his family around. Didn't know he was sick. Uh, well, when you see him at the uh, w during the um, the extra credit or the extra credit, the extra scenes for or the extras for Ghostbusters, he does look uh, like 
the world's coming down on him. So he had a good life. He did. He lived to be seventy-five. He was a director and producer on some of like the most greatest movies of the seventies through the nineties. Did you know? He lived a good life. Did you know what that he has in pre-production right now a movie he was going to direct? Triplets. Yep. Yeah. Did you see, Arnold did you see Arnold Schwarzenegger's post? No. Where Back Arnold Schwarzenegger said, I can't believe I'm going to go to the set and he's not going to be there. Yeah. Because Reitman did Twins. Yes. Kindergarten Cop. Yes. Uh, what's the other one? He was in three Ivan Reitman films. And do you know he didn't, that Ivan Reitman had no idea who, or did not know, or excuse me, Arnold Schwarzenegger did not know who Ivan Reitman was until he, after he saw Ghostbusters. All and he, he walked up about, to him and asked him to be a Ghostbuster. All he cared about for for Reitman, according to Schwarzenegger, because Schwarzenegger was like, I don't want to just blow stuff up. Right. I want to do something else. And Reitman was the only person that would give him a comedic yep. role. Yeah. And it was supposed to be uh, Eddie Eddie Murphy still as the third triplet because they wanted to do that years ago. Mm-hmm. So, <sighs> on that note, we're going to wrap things up. Hold on. But, Ethan, what were you saying? Okay, we'll see. We'll and see what? We'll see how good that how good that is if they decide to continue it. No, no word on maybe if Jason's going to take over his project. Junior, that was the other word. Yes, Junior, Junior was, was, in was his. Production. So, but I mean, just uh, you forget over someone like Ivan Reitman, you forget, you know, all the way back. I mean, Stripes. Because um, him and Harold Ramis, Animal House, Animal House, one of the biggest movies in yeah, the '70s that had like one of the biggest parties. Ghostbusters. Uh, he so, didn't do Caddyshack, did he? No, no. Twins, Kindergarten Cop, Stopper, My Mom Will Shoot, mm-hmm. uh, Beethoven, which maybe you don't like, but he's exec producer. Of, you know, Dave with Sigourney Weaver and what's his face, uh, Junior. Uh, he was a producer on Space Jam, Private Parts. Yeah. Father's Day. Oh, that's right. I forgot he did private parts. Uh, six Days, Seven yeah, Nights. Almost every successful movie that was in the 90s, he probably did. Road Trip. Oof, Evolution. Old School. Euro Trip. Yeah. Trailer Park Boys, yeah. the movie. Disturbia. He did Disturbia? Wow. I didn't realize he did Euro Trip. Mm-hmm. Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. Hey man, Up in the Air. Great film. Producer on the film. Is producing all these uh, no strings attached draft day. <laughs> uh, he's listed as someone for Ghostbusters. He's a producer produced by for Baywatch, which is better than it has any right to be. <laughs> and of course, Ghostbusters <laughs> Afterlife. I mean, it's like when 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 Merv Griffin passed away many many years ago, and people were like, "Oh, Merv, Merv Griffin's legacy because these two shows." And like two, yeah. 90 TV is different because of the, the game show exists because of Merv Griffin. Mm-hmm. We see someone when uh, they were doing the thing with Norman Lear. And that's why on the cup of tea and chat with, with being an alley, they're like, you're not allowed to mention his name. Cause he's like 90 also. And every time you mention someone's name, somebody, you know, that person dies like in the next two weeks. But Norman Lear is just like, you look at it like, this is all of television. In the 1970s. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, like we said the other day, insane. it, it's really fitting that he did the body doubles 
the body double work for Harold Ramis in Afterlife instead of having just some random actor do it. Well, yeah, he and Ramis were producing, directing partners for a yes. long time. Um, I'm trying to remember. Someone had said that it was, it's, I don't remember which movie it was, where that's where Ramis and... Uh, Reitman? No. Um, Bill Murray had their falling out. Oh, they didn't talk stripes. to each other. Yeah, you know, no, this is way later. Because they didn't talk to each other. They didn't work together. No, it was Groundhog Day. That's what it was. Oh, yes, yes. They're like Groundhog Day, apparently, Ramus and, and... Yes. And... Uh, Murray. Murray hated each other. Yes. And they didn't talk for years. And they, they luckily got back together before Ramus passed away. But that was, you know, one of the things that... It's just, it's just weird, you know, just weird st- Hollywood stories and stuff like that. Yeah. And something like that. You know, you see that picture up on the screen. It's always amazing to me that some, anything works. How does anything in Hollywood work with so many people working on it and so many these different, you know, agendas and, and the like. And so when it really works, like Ghostbusters, boy, does it work. Yeah. And I said, Ghostbusters should have never worked. Half the stuff I just said probably should never work. Stripe should never <laughs> work. Twins. Animal House should never Twins work. Twins should never work. Twins Junior. But because he goes out and he finds <laughs> a, a classic comedic actor in Danny DeVito, who also has drama chops, picks the biggest star in the world in Arnold Schwarzenegger and says, be funny. Yeah. With twins. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, just because of the accent and everything, but just everything in that, but that movie is too. Kindergarten Cop is one of my favorite films. Oh, yeah. People still yeah. quote it. It's not even just quote it. It's just, it's such a sweet film. It's like, yes. it's got great Nada to it. Tuma. Nada Tuma. Yes, everything that's in there is Nada Tuma. You know other people's lunches. Stop it. And he just drops that kid like crazy. <laughs> when we watch that here, I'm like, dude, he just drops that kid like three feet to the ground. And I just think, because that's not a stunt double. No. It probably doesn't well, have a pad. There's wonder, like, probably a pad. Is there a pad? I don't know if that was supposed to just picks him up and like, you know other people's lunches. Stop it. And then just drops. What if there's no pad there? Some kid actor comes to work and gets picked up by Arnold Schwarzenegger and then from five and a half feet in the sky just drops like a <laughs> But everything that is great. I mean, the, the, kids were built tougher back then. Oh. See where he punches the dude and the, the principal is just like, and I have to, what did it feel like just punching that son of a bitch? You're like, yeah. And Penelope, oh, Penelope and Miller. That is God. such a, yeah. I mean, uh, Ivan Reitman is, is, will go down in history as one of the greatest comedic directors of all time. Yeah. And the great thing about those movies is they're rewatchable. Yeah. You can go back at any time and watch them and still laugh like you watched it the first time. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, <laughs> we're going to wrap things up. So make sure you check us out at facebook.com slash nerdables. We're also at Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. For Chris and Ethan, who is estranged, I will say we'll talk to you next time. Strange. You are very estranged. Very mistress? Yes. <laughs>